Now, today's biggest stories from the BMW of Des Moines Sports Desk. This is an X's and O's update on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. And I'm Trent Condon. It's Game 5 of the Calder Cup playoffs for the Iowa Wild tonight as they host the Chicago Wolves. The series is tied up at two games apiece. You can hear the game right here on 1460 KXNO, 7 o'clock puck drop. Iowa grad transfer guard Isaiah Moss tells CBS's John Rothstein that he'll be visiting Arkansas this weekend. Among the other teams showing interest in Moss include Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa State, Cincinnati, Louisville, and Arizona State. It took 11 innings, but the Iowa Cubs picked up another victory on the road at Memphis. The series wraps up tonight before the I-Cubs come home over the weekend. The Iowa Cubs parent club, the Chicago Cubs, day game yesterday against Miami. Chris Bryant stays hot. Crushed by Bryant, it'll go! First pitch home run, one to nothing. The call from Len Casper of NBC Sports Chicago. The Cubs in action again this afternoon, 121st pitch against Milwaukee. Jose Quintana on the mound for the Cubs opposite Gio Gonzalez. The Cardinals opened up their series with Pittsburgh and brought their bats. Ozuna shoots it in the gap in right center. One hops off the wall, at least two will score. Here comes a third. Clears the bases. Bases loaded double. Marcelo Zuno. The call from Fox Sports Midwest, a season high, 17 runs in the route of the Pirates. Game two of the series tonight for the Cardinals against Pittsburgh. It'll be Adam Wainwright on the bump for STL. Also tonight, the Twins welcome in the Tigers in game one of a three-game series. The White Sox are in Toronto, and the Royals host the Phillies. Live from the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson Studios, you'd rather be here. This is 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. 11 o'clock hour, Miller and Condon here until noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Is there a reason for this one? There is. Our uh, next guest, a big Rush fan. Ah, you told me that a couple yes. of weeks ago, I think. You're a Canadian. Yeah, I should like Rush, right? Sorry. Not what? So much. Not a fan. What? Not, I never was. Isn't it baffling? Okay. Okay. First of all, I'll, I'll let you introduce me first. Oh, Emery Songer's here. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, Rush uh-huh. is... From Alberta. From Alberta, yeah. Well, they live in Toronto Do they now, live there now? I okay. think so. Getty is always at the Blue Jay games. That's the only reason mm-hmm. I know that. Okay, so, pound for pound, the greatest most talented band i think that has ever graced god's green earth rush oh yeah the talent is just see uh, they have the greatest drummer ever they have maybe one of the top five bassists ever a, a very good noticeable and recognizable sound longevity is there for a three-piece you've heard of the rolling stones have you overrated man overrated yeah oh, no. they they're they were a diamond this is going poorly they were a dime a dozen back in the uh, 60s they just are the ones that survived 
Because yeah. Mick I'll can say, dance. Well, if you stand the test of time, and I'm hoping that you and Sean Roberts do, then hey, you get my respect. What a segue. And the Rolling Stones have certainly done that. I guess Rush has. I was just never a fan. Anyways, I'll take your word for it. Um, but good to see you. Good to see you too, man. Uh, I know that uh, you guys started at 8 o'clock, so you actually get to sleep in a little bit. It, is, it is a lot later than usual for me. Van and Bonnie, and you produce Van and Bonnie. You guys, what time do they go on the air? 4.50? 4.59. Like so nice. I'm here well before that, getting the show ready. Who's, who's first? out of those two first here first here oh van van Every beats morning? us all here yeah he? by a, a lot yeah uh. i think he gets here a lot before three I don't or know. not before three before four i have yeah. no idea but uh but that's awful early i thought i did six o'clock mornings at six and that was ridiculous well, sean same t- thing mm-hmm. he has to get sleep in because he is of course the morning rush producer so you guys are getting a shot to do sports talk uh once a week but you got to start somewhere right oh absolutely hey I'm an opportunity guy. Let's just let me have an opportunity. And I've been blessed since I got here a year ago to be able to step in because I went from calling games exclusively. And I, Whereabouts? I, uh, Southeast Iowa. So I, I started as a summer job calling baseball, softball games in Ottumwa, started doing baseball in Davis County, started picking up some football and, and some basketball along the way while I was in college in Oskaloosa at William Penn. Lucky enough to transition right to a sports director gig right out of college there for four years. And I was able to experiment, get really good at stuff, but I decided to call in games. I liked being able to do stuff with my wife on nights and weekends. And when you're calling games, you just can't do that. Your nights Mm -hmm. and weekends are usually pretty set up. So I wanted to get in the studio some way, somehow. And Andrew Downs and, and, you know, Mike and everybody here at iHeart, it was so great to give me an opportunity, even as a producer. And now being able to grow my role as a host on Saturday, you know, to with Sean, who has been in this building for five years now, uh, we're both just salivating at the opportunity to be hosting our own project. With that, Emery, give us an overview. What what kind of show is this going to be? Is it all hijinks? Is it two hours of White Sox talk since you guys are both White Sox fans? If you had to give a synopsis what the show is going to be, I know that's difficult at the beginning stages, but what's your uh, outline at least? Well, if you're a White Sox fan, this is the two-hour show for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, uh, what, you know but the fact that we're both White Sox fans is going to be kind of a, a rib on all of our listeners, but we know that there's not going to be a lot of White Sox to talk about most of the time, and we're... We're going to talk sports, but it's going to be such a loosey-goosey. I'm, it's called the Saturday morning pregame, and I like to use the word pregame when I'm getting ready for a party, right? I'm pregaming for a party. And we're going to kind of look at this as your pregame and party for the weekend. So whether we're in the studio or out and about eventually, you know, having a chance to chat with people out on the streets or in buildings in Des Moines. So they, you guys will take the show on the road? That's, that, by all accounts, that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We're hoping that we are able to do that sooner rather than later. Uh, but like it's, a farmer's market? Yeah, or like and that, it's just yeah. going to be super interactive, something that people can just listen into and feel part of the party that we got going on um you know like tomorrow for instance we'll of course chat about the iowa wild game tonight we, it's going to be a big deal everybody in central iowa is going to be talking about it it's worth mentioning again they're going on, on saturday morning so that kind of stuff will certainly be mentioned if some big hawk or cyclone stuff is happening we'll be talking about that as well but we are not going to put any parameters about everything that we need to talk about it's not going to be super structured it's going to be two hours of fun uh with some sports sprinkled in every saturday morning so will you be caller heavy guest heavy will you have any guests on did you plan on doing that yeah so we got some guests lined up like joe o'donnell for instance from the Mm play-by-play guy for the iowa wild will be talking to us tomorrow morning as one of our first guests but we're not going to overload it with guests they might have one or two each week depending on Mm -hmm. what's going on 
we'd love to take callers. I'm producing the show while we're doing the show, so it's going to be a little bit tricky to take callers and be able to screen them mm-hmm. before we, we talk. So we might be, we want to take callers, absolutely. Um, it might be a little bit slower of a process on that front while we kind of get acclimated to the pace of the show. But Who's in the one chair, you or Sean? Uh, it Who's will, driving? It will be me driving. Sean yep. will be, you know, sitting in the two slot. But yep. I mean, obviously, you're going to get equal amounts of sure. both of us. It's just a matter of who's bringing us in, who's introducing mm-hmm. the topics and everything. Um, and it's going to be a, a process of just kind of fig- figuring that stuff out. That's why I'm running the board while I'm doing the the one mic, uh, just to kind of keep the the show floating. And Sean gets a chance to kick his feet up and hang out and not have to produce on Saturday mornings. When you fast forward to September, mm-hmm. I when Iowa State are both at home. Then will you guys maybe change the format of the show or the the style, I guess, of the show? It's certainly going to become college football heavy. Um, The fact that we can take you close to or maybe even all the way up to kickoff by that point of the college football Saturday slate. So you guys are already thinking of expanding by the sounds of things. You know, there's a chance that that could happen. Mm -hmm. I would hope that that would happen. That's kind of a a personal preference for me is if, you know, we're on Saturday mornings, I'd love to take it all the way up to those 11 a.m. kicks. But... If we're we're thinking about a, a Hawkeye Cyclone, if they're both at home, well, we don't want to overkill you with a ton of Hawk and Cyclone talk. We'll obviously talk about the other big games around the country, but in terms of college football generally, it will be a very hefty college football-based show for sure. So you're starting at the time in our market. That is the most difficult. Mm-hmm. Good thing, you think, to be able to get your feet underneath you is... I mean, if if we got if we flip the microphones on there beginning of September, uh, you guys would be able to coast through, right? Do, do you like having some build up time before we get to football? You know, that's a great question because a lot a part of me would love to just be thrown into the to the mix of the busy season around here immediately. When you talk about football season, especially with the Hawkeyes and Cyclones, both with some level of expectations now, but I think. The way I learn things best, like let's say I'm learning the board and I'm sitting there and I'm learning to produce. Sure, you can show me and tell me what all the buttons mean and everything, but until I'm sitting there and trying to figure it out and then I get some adversity gets brought up to me and I have to do some problem solving and make some adjustments on the fly while I'm in that spot, those pressure situations, that's how I learn better. So I, I heard you can say it's like getting thrown into the deep end right off the bat. That's exactly what it is. I, there's there's no doubt that we're going to have to be scrounging for things to talk about. But because we're not putting that kind of leash on us to be a 100% sports geek dedicated show, like we'll have sports talk no matter what is happening, mm-hmm. even if it is just Major League Baseball or the Iowa Cubs. There's going to be some of that in there, but there's also going to be thing, ways that we can spice up the show without having to be talking about the double a affiliate of the st louis cardinals right I, I think you're yeah we have that market corner the sports nerd corner ken and i got that one oh, trust me you, you guys take it to another level well we're dinosaurs i mean I, we, i've yeah. drug trent along with me sometimes i feel bad for him because i'm old man miller doing this now right so what's your i mean five years from now where do you want to be what do you if you could you know wave your magic wand you obviously want to stay in this sports talk is changing mm. it is it's more Look, the morning rush is incredibly popular. You guys, I think, are going to be the same way. Um, Trent and I are on one, you know, the sports talk in the red zone, if you will, because that's all we do. We don't have a lot of fun in the show, a lot of and more, to take the line from mm-hmm. Murph and Andy. Um, and that's the way sports talk is going now. I think you have to evolve, and I think you and Sean will certainly uh, be very good at doing that. Well, uh, you know, that's the interesting thing that you mentioned is – 
we're both several years younger than everybody else who's hosting mm-hmm. as a host, a part of the team. So it's going to immediately sound different just based on our age and our perspective on life. You know, yeah, I'm married, but I'm still, I mean, I'm 28. I haven't, you know. Well, I learned something from me already. I had no idea that the Rush drummer's worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. What? No, I didn't know. But you go ahead. But it's different. I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, I got thrown. You're 28. Uh, yeah. So Neil Pierce's name, by the way. Just look at it, Ken. You got to check that out. Um, but anyways, the idea for me long term is when I it was kind of a leap of faith going from play by play, which I felt comfortable at. I was good at. I was you know able to spread my wings and be very creative with that, um, and it helped that I was in a small market as well. But the idea of being and watching guys like Dan Patrick and Colin Coward and make their careers doing talk is kind of the flexibility of that. I'm not a slave to the game, mm-hmm. as, as I like to call it with play-by-play. Whatever the game's doing, you kind of have to go with it that way. This gives me a little bit of room to color outside the line. So in five years, can, if I'm being completely honest, I, wish, I, I would hope that every day I'm coming and preparing for a three, two or three hour show and get a chance to talk not only sports, but lifestyle, um, a little bit of flexibility with, you know, that, like you said, you guys, I love listening to your show because you are so different than a lot of what you're hearing in sports talk now. And that's just a scientific deep dive into a lot of topics. When I started, this is, this was all sports talk radio was was what Trent and I do now. We did. I didn't evolve. You guys have. Well, but that's the interesting thing, though, Ken. But by what you say, not evolving. You guys stick out like a sore thumb now. Mm-hmm. So for the the sports geeks that just love scientific speaking on sports and talking about betting lines and talking about the X's and O's and depth charts, I mean, this is a, a golden two hours for people to tune in for this. So, like a lot of me wants to be kind of scientific with that but at the same time I, I love talking lifestyle I love being you know a little bit more uh, flexible with the the subject matter I like having people on I think my year doing Van and Bonnie already has really opened that part of me up because when I got hired here it's like in my head as a sports 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 right, and now right. there's a a big chunk of me that just loves talking about what's happening around the Des Moines area. And I got that podcast with Alex Mack from Alt 106.3 about this, this stuff in, in, in Iowa. Triowa. It's called Triowa, yeah. So, And that is a really good example of just being able to not we, – we talk a little bit of sports in there, like when the Wild are playing a playoff game. But for the most part, we're making a fun trip out of going to the American Gothic house. You know, like those kind of things. I love that stuff. So in five years, I hope I have some sort of hybrid show – on either WHRKX and I the think we're going to pass it off to you at twelve o'clock. I, really, I, and then I think you'll pass it off to Murph and Andy at two. If I had to guess, I'd look at local radio sells. It does. It, and local radio people want to listen to local radio. So I was. Are always, you handicapping the time frame on this? I kind of yeah. Within five years, I could see that happening. Okay. I was always told, and Bob Dyer, who who's deceased now, he's with the Register for a long time, and I wouldn't have had the career that I've had if I wouldn't have worked with him. Um, because he told me, you have to play the hits. You have to do an Iowa and an Iowa State segment every day, or a Big Ten and a Big 12. You have to uh-huh. play the hits. That was old. That was before. I'm not so sure, listening to you, that you guys think you have to you know, appease that Hawkeye and Cyclone insatiable audience that we know is out there. Well, we're going to wet your palate, but we're not going to drill an hour of Hawk and Cyclones on mm-hmm. you on a Saturday morning. Right gotcha. now, when now when they're at home and maybe we're at like the the Cyhawk tailgate, the show is going to almost con- entirely be what we're doing. But 
when Alabama's playing Clemson or when Clemson's playing Florida State or when Notre Dame is taking on Michigan and we got ranked matchups around the country, we're going to talk about that too. We're also going to talk about when, you know, a guy gets in the Hall of Fame uh, for Major League Baseball and Sean has a very strong opinion that he should not be in there for one reason or another. We're going to talk about that. We're going to see a fan drop his pizza and his popcorn trying to catch a foul ball and look like an idiot on national television, and we're going to talk about our biggest fails that we've ever, ever had. You know, uh, Can when you we... call me for that segment? I got one. Okay. I, I'll put it in there for you. But those, <laughs> I mean, like, that's the idea for us is that, yeah, Iowa and Iowa State and local sports and, like, the Barnstormers and the Wild and all that stuff, like, th- those are important, and we'll mm-hmm. touch on those on Saturday, especially, like, tomorrow night after or the morning after a, a huge playoff game the Wild are playing, so we'll have that as a par- big part of the show. But generally, if you like national talk radio, you should still find some value in listening to us because we're going to also talk about that stuff as well. Uh, let's get Rob. He wants to opine, and then we will let you go and uh, look forward to tomorrow morning, 8 to 10, Saturday morning pregame, uh, Sean Roberts and Emery Songer. Rob, what's going on? How are you? Good, Ken. Hey, thanks for letting me speak for a minute. I just... You kind of touched on something that, uh, man, I, I've been trying to figure out how to get a hold of Joe McCray for a while. And I really, uh, you mentioned about, you know, you guys are doing a show that uh, that's all sports radio was back in the day. You're the only one left. And there is a huge audience that is out there that wants to have sports radio back, local sports radio back in Des Moines. And you're the only show. The, the thing on the in the morning on this. No, no, don't be killing the other shows. I mean, I, I appreciate your opinion, but these are colleagues. But Ken, I know, but it's we don't have sports radio. Yeah, but they're so. You guys are it. I but yeah. but Rob and, and listen, I appreciate the call. I really do. Just let me. I'll say it this way. We get killed by the other show ratings, guys. Yeah. yeah. We are by. You guys will end up being the fourth most popular show in the in the building. We will then fall to five. That's the way it is now. It's changed. It's just changed. People want more than just yes. Well, we can do it when we. Rob, get I wish lane. there was more of you, Rob. I appreciate you calling, and, and I really do, and I didn't mean to cut you, but these are colleagues. Um, we'll be the, we're we're the we're not even close. Look at our Twitter. Yeah. Trent, how many how many followers does Miller and Condon have? Seven hundred what? Yeah, right. It's existed for four months though. I get it, Come but on. the others are just crushing us. But the, you've been here for four I months. Get it? I, we're I, dinosaurs. Yeah. I, all right. So let me just correct you. I, you keep saying this, and I I agree with Rob on on the point that you are one of the few left, not only just in this market, but just generally yes. where sports is sports and. You talk about sports. There, I think there's always going to be a market for that. What's changing the industry is the podcast. I'm not business. saying it shouldn't change. Don't get me wrong. I think you have to evolve, or you'll be left behind. But at the same time, though, there is some. There is a a vacuum there of like for the sport geek like us that mm-hmm. we want to listen to that. Now, what's changed the game is the podcast industry. Where if like I just want NBA talk, well, you can go find mm-hmm. an hour of NBA talk with you know any various well-known people that put together an NBA Talk podcast. And if you're really into baseball geekiness, you can listen to Baseball America's podcast, or you can listen to, you know, again, various MLB personality podcasts. That's what's affected a lot of, of this stuff. People still listen to radio, and they love having local personalities that can bring in Iowa, Iowa State, and some of the regional stuff that you just don't hear very much on the national shows. But there is still a balance, I think, that you have to have because – you can't just be regurgitating information that people already know. And that's, mm. to an extent, when you're not, like, 
for us, when we're talking about the lifestyle things and the stuff that we like to do and giving different perspectives on what's happening around town and in Iowa and in Des Moines, well, I think there's value to that on a sports, if you will, on a Saturday morning. But if we were in, in the middle of the week, I mean, we got to cut to the meat and potatoes of some things and then give you a reason of what, like, our opinion doesn't mean anything more than other people's. Like, if Rob has an opinion... Yeah, but sell it like it does. Well, uh, what, absolutely. Yeah. But you have, like, what makes us, what sets us apart, you guys do research. You dig deep into what's going on to formulate your opinions. When Trent is throwing a parlay together of five games <laughs> and he's trying to hit something with five bucks to make him a, a, a good thousand error or whatever, you know, like, overall... You don't just sit there and just start like throwing darts on a board and trying to figure out like, oh, well, I like this because of this and I like this because of this because, you know, I like the name of the horse. I like the, you know, you actually sit down and you figure out what makes sense for you to put that together for a chance to win. So that's what sets us apart. It's not that we're any more important than other people. It's they listen to us because we do the work that they don't want to do about the sports Can conversation. Can I give you my, tw- my Twitter feedback from today? Sure. Totally agree with you about Rush. <laughs> Neil Bird is the greatest drummer ever. <laughs> that's it. That's what people want. That's in my Twitter. Okay, but he is, though. That's I, I just, get it. I just don't, I'm going to go home this afternoon. I'm going to watch the Cubs and the Brewers. Then I'm going to watch the NBA game tonight. I'm also going to do the same tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And then That's all I do is watch games and talk but about it. But that's why you can talk about it. I get it. I understand it, but I'm... Sadly, we understand our lane. Yes, and we stay in it. Yes. And when we don't... We get in trouble. It gets a little dangerous. <laughs> we do. Yes. We do. This is our comfort zone. Hey, dude, listen. To, uh, I'm sorry. I'm too old to call anybody dude. I'm 60. Huh? I, I want to be called dude. Just okay. call me dude. Um, I wish you guys the best. I love this format. I truly do. It's been so good to me. I want it to continue to succeed. I get that it is evolving. And it's very successful when it evolves. The three shows are amazing. The three other shows here are amazing. Do amazing numbers. KXNO had record ratings. This station's been around since 2001. This last ratings book has never had more listeners than it did. It's awesome. Isn't that something? Yeah. You guys are going to bring the weekend crowd. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the great, great, great audience. I'm envious of you in some ways. Some ways. Ken was on Saturdays. I oh, was. really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Six days a week. Wow. Six, yeah, just afternoon drive, and then I had to come back for 6 a.m. on Saturday morning. That's tough. That was awful. Awful. That is tough. Especially yeah, after a football Friday night. Yeah, that oh. was bad. Anyway, here's Bobby Orr, by the way, flying through the air in 1970. Trent, this is what I was talking to you about yesterday. So we were off a couple of years. Yeah. We were talking about the 67, yeah, it was 60, 68. This was 69-70. There he goes through the air as they beat the Blues in four. With no helmet on. That's really yeah, that's, that's the crazy. old days, my friend. Um, before you let me yes. go, any early Preakness pick? Uh, it was in the race. Okay, I know most of who's in the race. So I already got a favorite. Do you? Is it going to pay anything? or Is it the betting favorite or a horse you like to bet? No, a horse I'm betting. Who is it? War of Will. Yeah, well, he didn't have much. Um, that's who I bet last Saturday. Well, he got he got screwed. No, That's, he absolutely did. Yeah. I, I was on the right horse. I, I mean, you and I were talking before the race. I talked I with Mark you. Cassie yesterday. Did by you? The way. Yeah. Did, and as the trainer, does is he live? Does he think he's got a big chance? Yeah, and he's also very angry. But he should be. You got to check that out. Horse racing talk, cakes. Uh, I've good. been on K- horse racing. Yeah, talk you have, and you will we'll be next week to do okay. a full handicapping for the Preakness. I'm in. I'm in. You and Sean, best of luck. Thanks, I think man. You guys are going to crush it. I do eight to ten Saturday morning. Saturday morning pregame. Right here uh, on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, Joe O'Donnell on the Iowa Wild. Your license. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.
Hi, welcome back. Miller and Con in Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Soon, 15 minutes or so, we'll give away some barbecue from Claxons uh, in Altoona. Right now, we're going to talk Game 5, Iowa Wild tonight. Uh, downtown Des Moines, Wells Fargo Arena. Joe Donald's the voice of the Wild. Joe, I don't know what the record number of people on a non-promotional, non-opening night will be as far as fans through the turnstiles. I'm wondering... If this has got a chance to break that number, whatever that number is, good to talk to you, Joe. I'm assuming you'll have a huge crowd downtown. Yeah, we're expecting one, Kenny. Um, still great tickets, obviously, available at iowawild.com, but uh, this will be the largest crowd of the playoffs uh, for sure here tonight, and we're expecting just a, a sort of a raucous environment. Uh, to your point, though, I think, yeah, you could be right where, you know, it's not a bobblehead giveaway. It's not uh, breast cancer awareness night mm-hmm. where you sell a lot of group tickets or the school day game where you get 10,000 school kids. This is a, we found out uh, Sunday night we're playing Friday. Uh, to play off environment and uh, trying to get the word out there as much as possible. No doubt about it. Well, let's go back to uh, when you guys tied up this series back on Wednesday night. Uh, Hammond was tremendous again. Mayhew did what he does. You know, let's start there because I saw a piece, Mike Russo from The Athletic, who covers the Minnesota Wild, has been down in Des Moines covering uh, the Iowa Wilds run. And it's funny, he touched on that contract situation that Mayhew's on a an AHL contract, but it's time, and the GM, Paul Fenton, was also here, agrees. So good news for uh, Jerry Mayhew, who's been unbelievable. He's earned it, man. Uh, he's absolutely earned it. And uh, I read uh, yesterday on Twitter, and I didn't know this, he was actually like a walk-on at the USHL level. Like He didn't even make He walked uh, on down yeah. that? Really? Yeah, exactly. So this kid, his entire life, you know, he says he gets a lot of his sort of compete and his, his uh, fiery attitude from his mom. Um, he's, he's admitted that candidly. He says, you know, he's been undersized his whole life and just sort of had that chip on his shoulder. You know, we list him at 5'10", a buck 75, but yeah, he, he basically walked on at Cedar Rapids to the USHL with the Rough Riders, hmm. uh, earned himself a scholarship at Ferris State. When he came to us, it was partly because Derek Lalone, the head coach at the time, had some ties to Ferris State, but partly because Brian Hunter, who is the Minnesota Wild college free agent scout, has done a great job. He's now for this organization alone, brought in Mayhew, Sam Annis. Wow. Um, those are just top two names come you know right off the hop here. He helped get Matt Robson signed by the organization, um, as well as uh, Nico Sturm that we talked about earlier. Those two guys will be in the fold next year at some level of the Wild organization. So Brian Hunter, the Wild sort of college free agent scout, gets these guys that aren't drafted, sees them in the collegiate ranks, keeps an eye on them, and then uh, hopefully gets them, you know, into management's world so that management's like, all right, here's a guy we need to add. Joe, when you watch guys like this and stories like this, and I'm sure you've seen so many of them throughout your career, that next step to get to that level, and especially for the veteran guys, the guys that are looking to hang on, looking to get that one shot at the next level, is that difficult as you get to know these guys on a personal basis and knowing you believe that the talent is there, but for whatever reason they just can't get that shot at the big level? Sometimes it can be coaching, right? You need that coach mm-hmm. to believe in you. Um, sometimes, you know, to be honest, Trent, it's a great question. Guys that are younger have a better chance because they haven't already been pigeonholed. Yeah. They haven't been seen by the scouts countless times. It's like first impressions to anything in life. Sometimes you form your first impression. It's hard for somebody to break that mold. So for a, an older player that's been around the block, it gets harder to get to the NHL with every year that passes if you haven't been there. Or if you've been there and you're not there, well, you know, he's not the type of guy, you know, he's been there. He, he could just come fill in for a few games. He's never going to be here full time. It takes a lot of work. It takes changing your skill set, 
Maybe it's changing your practice habits. Maybe it's things away from the rink. Whatever that knock is on you, you've got to break through that. Uh, and sometimes it's a new organization. Sometimes it's a change of scenery. Sometimes it's a new coach. And that can be the difference for an older player. But for a younger guy like Mayhew, just a couple years into his pro career, to, to put in the work he has, uh, to produce in the big moments like he had, it's only a matter of time. So whether it's Minnesota or somebody else is like, hey, we want this guy on an NHL contract because we think he can help us at the game's highest level. So how did, when, the, when the Wolves left the, uh, the ice on Wednesday night and, and yesterday when they were doing their meetings, I'm sure they probably skated at some point, the light skate, whatever. Um, what, do, what do they think that, um, you know, what did, how, they've got to feel good about their chances tonight, but why? What do they think that they're not doing that they'll be able to fix in time for tonight's game? Do you yeah, think? That's a great question, man. I, I don't know. Honestly, and and look, by no means, this is a best of three now, right? Yep. And the Wolves yep. are going to have two games at home potentially. So uh, it's not in the bag for either team. But from the Wilds' perspective, I just feel like Iowa right now has a little bit of confidence in themselves. And I asked Wild head coach Tim Army about this just a few minutes ago for our for the Buzzer Billies pregame show tonight. And look, momentum doesn't always translate game to game in the playoffs. You reset whether you win or lose. That's the beauty of it. you got to shake it off, and you got to get ready for the next one. And I hope the Wild take that approach. But I just feel like the Wild have confidence that mm-hmm. we can win this series. That type of mantra, they're confident in the play of Hammond. They've made it frustrating and hard on the Wolves' skill guys. No, that could change tonight. But right now, the last two games in particular, the Wild have, you know, they've been outshot, but they blocked big shots when they needed to. They've gotten the, the great penalty kill. They've gotten the, the big saves when they've needed it. And that gets frustrating for a team that wants to score goals like Chicago. So, I think the Wild have some momentum, have some confidence now in this series. We'll see what happens tonight. A little pressure tonight, it feels like, though, too. Knowing yeah, fair point. Six and seven will be in Chicago, going there, big crowd, maybe biggest of the year, those types of things. Got to be a little pressure on these guys you'd have to figure tonight. I think so, but I think they've, you know, this is what they've worked the whole year for, are these types of moments. And what we've seen from this Wild team all year long, their track record is when their backs are to the wall, they're at their best. And... That type of mentality, that type of care for one another as teammates, as a special group. I was talking with Mitch McLean about it this morning. He's a rookie, but I said, "Where, you know, what, how would you describe this group of teammates?" He says, "The best group I've ever been mm. around. There's no cliques. Everybody gets along. The families like each other. There's players that are caring for the kids that are on the team. You know, what I mean, like uh, some of the guys have families and children, and it's just everybody's all one." And he said, "We, you know, we don't want to stop playing hockey. They know it's a special group." Um, and and it's moments like this tonight where you build a little bit more as a special group. And that type of camaraderie in the biggest moments where things are on the line and you have each other's back, that's what makes you a good hockey team. Now, when you get this late into May, everybody's a good team. Everybody feels they've got a special group. But this wild team, they know they've got something special. They feed off this crowd. They've said that the crowd has helped energize them through stretches of the playoffs where things haven't gone well. The Wild are 4-0 at home. They've outscored their opponents 17-2. to Home ice advantage is real at Wells Fargo Arena. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, come on down tonight. This place is going to be rocking. No, it really is. I'll ask you this. I wouldn't ask Coach Army this. Um, but if, not not if, when you guys get past the, the, the Wolves, <laughs> who's, who's next, Joe? I mean, who's going to come out of the Pacific, right, is the team you'll play? Yeah, I think it's the San Diego Gulls. They were 11 seconds the other night from going up 3 nothing on Bakersfield. Mm. Uh, the Condors. And is it. that the Blues farm? To... It's uh, Bakersfield's with Edmonton. San Diego's with Anaheim. Oh, so you okay. Have the, you have the, the Ducks and the Oilers farm teams going at it in the Pacific Division Finals. So San Diego leads the series 2-1. to They play tonight in San Diego again. 
The biggest thing for me in that series is looking at it from afar, doing some box score watching. Can San Diego shake off the fact that they were 11 seconds from a 3 nothing series lead, eventually lost early in overtime? You know, again, we talk about it. Is, is it a one-game momentum thing, or does something carry over in that series? Both teams are very good. San Diego, though, um, you know, having the series lead, being at home, I'd expect them at some point to wrap that thing up. But again, they were they were seconds away from having the, mm-hmm. the Condors on the brink, and now they're you know they've got a series on their hands. Uh, tickets uh, still available, Joe. I'm assuming you can go down to uh, Wells Fargo at any time today and pick them up, right? Yep. Box office is open. IowaWild.com. Uh, we got two dollar beers tonight, presented by the Bus. We've got Captain Morgan drink specials, rally towel giveaway. It's going to be. I mean, the weather's beautiful yeah. outside. Last time I checked, come on down. Playoff high could be the last chance to see the Wild this year. You never know. Uh, but we're certainly hoping for more hockey after tonight. You know, you're 10 wins away from a parade. Love it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I got goosebumps when you say that, Kenny. Yeah, I hear you, brother. Good to talk to you, Joe. Thank you for what you do for us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take yeah, care. Good to talk to you. Joe Donald, voice of the Iowa Wild. Can't make it down. Game's right here. 645 pregame show tonight. Puck drops at 7. It's going to be a madhouse, Trent. I really believe it is. Get there. Oh, Get some of those two dollar beers. Yes, speaking my language there. Oh my! It was God. a little more pricey on Wednesday, was it? <laughs> yes. What, what is the beers? Eight bucks? Six? Eight? Oh, yeah, it's got me more bucks. than six. Eight bucks? Yeah, for a tall boy. Uh huh. Slugged it down though. That's a baby. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? you Got to get through. You it. had a driver. It's perfect. Absolutely. You need to take advantage of that more often. Oh well, yes, you do. Uh, we will. Uh, well, you know what we're gonna do. It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, and Smokehouse and Grill. They've been in Altoona for over 20 years You'll find them at 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Their website is Claxon Barbecue, C-L-A-X-O-N-B-B-Q dot com. Claxon's giving us an opportunity to give away barbecue each and every Friday here on the Miller and Condon radio program. I believe these are four new participants, Trent, like yes. that aspect of the contest uh, this week. Jim, Brian, uh, Tom, and Chris, in that order, I'm going to run over the questions while you're all on hold so you can hear me uh, at the same time as we do this year. Uh, but, Trent, I've lost them. I got them here for you. Game five tonight, Wild Wolves. Oh, I got them. I don't know why I hit the, they're in my deleted. Oh, no. So, Wild Wolves... Just the winner. Yes. Cubs Brewers, three games set. Who's going to win the series? Raptors minus five and a half over the Sixers. Sixers, the game is in Toronto. Denver minus five and a half versus Portland. The game is in Denver. And then the tiebreakers total points tonight? Golden State against the Durantless Warriors. Isn't, yeah, that's a good angle to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be closest without going over. Jim, you're first. Jim, how are you? Good. How are you guys this morning? D- doing fine. Wilder Wolves tonight. Oh, gotta go with the home team. Absolutely. Taking the wild. Cubs and the Brewers, a three game set this weekend at Wrigley. Who will win the series? Cubs take two out of three. Two out of three. Raptors are a five and a half point favorite over the 76ers on Sunday. I go, I'm gonna go with Toronto. Taking Toronto. Denver is a five and a half point favorite over Portland. Uh, Denver to win, Portland to cover. Cover for the Portland squad. All right, total points, closest without going over. Houston Golden State tonight. 210. 210. Thanks, Jim. You have a good weekend. 
Thank you. You also. You appreciate it. Uh, Brian is next. Brian, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. The Wild or the Wolves tonight? Got to go with the Wild. Cubs, Brewers, three-game set. Who wins the series? Come on, Cubbies, sweep them. Cubbies, sweep them. Wouldn't that be nice? Raptors are a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Sixers. I'm going Raptors. Trailblazers get five-and-a-half from Denver in Denver on Sunday. Uh, let's go Portland. Portland. All right. Houston, Golden State, total points tonight, closest without going over. 213. 213. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. You have a good weekend. Uh, Tom is next. Miller and Condon giving away Claxon's Barbecue. Hi, Tom. Good morning. Good morning to you. Almost afternoon, Tom. Uh, Wild Wolves tonight. Tom? Thomas? Tom, are you there? He was walking. He's walking across a bridge. I'm going to put him on hold in case he... No, I didn't. I just dropped him. (laughs) Jesus. Would you call him back? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, let's get Chris. What are we, not the best way to end the week here to Trent Condon. Chris, how are you? Doing well, my friend. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Wild or Wolves? Wild. Cubs, Brewers, three-game series. Brewers. Raptors are a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the 76ers. 76ers to cover. Uh, cover for Philly. Uh, Denver's a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Portland. We're going to go Denver. Taking Denver. And here's the tiebreaker. Um, total points, closest without going over. Golden State, Houston this evening. 196. 196. Chris, thanks. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank and you. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you to Claxons. Is that Tom back, Trent? Uh, Tom, are you there? Hello, Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. I heard him there for a moment. Yeah. He called back. I think it's a three-person contest. Looking that way. Tom, one more time. Tom, you there? Yes, I am. All right, Tom. Let's do this quick before we lose you. Wilder Wolves. Wild tonight. Cubs Brewers, three-game series. Who wins the series? Cubs, two out of three. Two out of three. That'll work. Uh, Raptors are a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Philly. Let's go with the Raptors. Taking Toronto. Denver's a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Portland. I'm going to take Denver. Taking Denver. Total points tonight is the tiebreaker, Tom. Uh, Golden State and Houston. 213. Thank you. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Best of luck to you. Uh, that'll do it for the week of Claxon's Barbecue. You what wrote you... down Chris's, right? Well, we got the air check. Yeah, we got the air check. Yeah, we... that's right. You were trying to. I should have. Sorry about that. I let you down, <laughs> that's partner. That's all right. That's all right. I got the weekend in front of me. I got plenty of time. Indeed. What are your weekend plans? Uh, Mother's Day. Oh. My afternoon uh, plans have just changed. <laughs> well, you got to watch the Brewers and the Cubs, don't you? I'll listen. Listen while you're driving around getting whatever it is Tara's going to get for Mother's Day? Yeah, that's a very good call. Yes. yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for that. Right. Of all people, me reminding you. That would have been bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild tonight, packed house, right? I hope so, Trent. I do. I Banged hope they out. bang this place out. That would be great. It would be. Might be the final game of the year. I don't think it's going to be. I think there's another round of playoff hockey in Des Moines. Wouldn't that be something? So they would be the Central Division champions. Yep, and they would play the team from the West. From the West. Uh-huh. Long road trip. Well, yes, true. But it doesn't matter. You're playing hockey towards the end of May. Never been playoff How hockey for this franchise. It'd be unbelievable. It would be unbelievable. They're 10 wins away from a parade. Wins away from a parade. I, I like how you That's put a that. lot. There's yes. a lot of games to win, but um, 
not without the realm of possibility. The team is playing very well. We get and Andrew the- Hammond has, has been terrific. Yes. And I don't have to tell everybody. It's like a broken record. If playoff goaltending, if you've got it, you've got a chance. So we got Brewers starting today against the mm-hmm. Cubs. Quintana, right? This afternoon? Yes. My against twins, Gio. Gio Gonzalez, uh-huh. yeah. Twins, Detroit, yep, twins Cardinals, Detroit. Pirates. So that must be a four-game series. Yeah, then. started yesterday. Uh-huh. That'll get a, a big four-gamer. NBA tonight. I mean, I'm I'm it's, locked in for this. There's only one game. It's an eight o'clock tip. There's no NHL. It's, yeah. it's 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 and the Cubs are be out of the way. Not that you know out of the way, but you get my point, right? You won't have to uh, flip back and forth between the Cubbies. Um, and there's a pretty good. Well, I shouldn't say that because I didn't think we talked about Friday's game last week. And Kyle Hendricks went out and did what he did right. when we reconvened on Monday morning. Seemed like it would be old news, but boy, it was good news. Um, would take a, probably a no hitter or something like that. Yeah, it would take something like that for sure to do that. I, um, I want to see the Warriors tonight. If we see yeah, the I do fun too. Warriors that we saw before Durant got mm-hmm. there, quicker pace. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a game seven in this one? I do. And that would be would that be the same day as the other two? Are they going to get them yes. all out of the way on Sunday? That's wow. what the NBA's plan is. All three would be on Sunday. So, so Golden State would be the <sighs> yeah. You got to put that one. Well, yeah, you got to put it in prime time. Yeah, I think do so. you do like noon three seven. Or do you do three, seven. 235, 8.30? Uh, you know what? Let me. See. I thought I checked this out earlier. Let me see. As of now, Sunday schedule like looks like this. 2.30, Houston-Golden State. 2.30? Yes. Philly-Toronto, 6. Portland-Denver is TBD? I'm confused. We got to find out tonight if there's well, that we game. We don't seven. even know if there's going to be a game seven. So what would they do? Park the Denver series in the well, Toronto doesn't move the needle. Doesn't it? Doesn't move the needle. Uh, but Murph and Andy certainly do, and they're next to two. Maybe my best segue of the week. I saved it till the end. That was excellent. Fanatics at four tomorrow. How about this Saturday morning pregame rush starts the week. Thanks for being here. Fourteen sixty KXNO.